Sebastian, you were playing you were playing uh the the new Souls type game? I did. I started playing the new Souls type game and um it was it was good. It was really 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 good, but I ended up returning it only because I realized how difficult the game was going to be and knowing where I'm at right now like um with the amount of time that I have it's just like I $60 and spending that much frustration but like mm-hmm. it looks to me cuz Activision was the publisher for the uh the title Oh so, god yeah but um yeah. from software because they're such a big giant from Dark Souls um mm-hmm. what they what they announced is like everyone was like oh Activision Activision what are you going to do you know you got Activision involved now and um from software was like don't worry about it pretty much everything <laughs> from the yeah because everything from the start screen on is all from software activision had nothing to do with it they provided resources um so that we could get this game done yeah wait till they get their hands into the dlc and the you know and in, in the next because that's what happened with with destiny activision picked it up like oh yeah we're not gonna mess with it too now uh, yeah you know uh oh, loot boxes like uh, uh microtransactions uh 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 yeah, I think that's that's gonna happen. I mean, at least it's yeah. not a live service game. <laughs> Whoever decided that the gaming industry was gonna be shaped by loot boxes, I hope terrible things happen to them for eternity, because that's really wrecking what used to be a very serviceable industry for development is to turn it into a constant cash flow rather than a single point of sale. I mean, microtransactions, I'm not against them. I've seen them done. I remember when they first started happening back when I was playing Rift in, like, 2011. Uh-huh. Uh, um, and I've seen I've seen certain models be done correctly. Uh, Rift kind of had it where it was like there was a bit of pay-to-win, which isn't the end of the world, um, especially in MMOs where there's, a, like, a lot, a lot, a lot of grinding, where it's just like, hey, do you want to get to, like, C-tier content in terms of rating, but, like, you know, you have a full-time job? and you can't and maybe kids like right. here you go here get through the get through the base level of grinding if you want to pay cash yeah and and like subscription based has always been a thing too so like i get that like the like the, the if you're having servers or having any kind of development that's happening after the sale you want to be able to fund that with oh yeah there's absolutely new server money coming in yeah there's server upkeep there's 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 creative stuff there's you know, you need to be able to pay the artists and the coders and, and people. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that as well. But It just seems like they lost a little bit of the what the actual system was supposed to be when mobile gaming sort of took the industry to, you know, pay for lives style gaming. And, and, and now what do we have? We have Diablo Mobile. So, I <laughs> mean, it's not looking good. No. Well, spe- speaking of not looking good. Uh, welcome to uh, Corrupted Data Podcast. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to our cold open. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so we uh, we are going to be talking about um, just general things we're interested in: gaming, movies, uh, you know, tech. Um, we all have kind of a general wide range of nerdy interests, and we all have kind of a lot of uh, uh, overlap on that. Um, I'm Sho- Sean. Sean. Hi, Sho. <laughs> Hi. My name is Sean. Uh, I will be one of your hosts. Along with me is Sebastian. Hi, ho. And Kiwi. Hello there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Back, back to, um, back to terrible services, uh, of which you are now listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah, be no, very uh, clear about something. Nobody is listening. <laughs> no, no. Absolutely. I will be surprised if uh, this is going to get exactly three listens because I'm going to edit it. And one of the two of you might listen, and then we're going to get a pity listen from one of our friends. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. That sounds it. about right. Yeah. We'll, yeah, ca- yeah. we'll cap out at five in about a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we'll have our renaissance and three more. We'll join in. <laughs> one of those will be me. Get literally hundreds of clicks. No. Um, anyway, no. So, the yeah, um, from software. Did, uh, Sebastian, I wanted to bring up when when, when I saw, was it, uh, what's the name of the game? It was Se- Sekiro Dies Twice? Sha- Shadows Die Twice. Sek- Shadows uh, Die Twice. Yeah. Yeah, someone, there was a streamer who did, um, he did all, he beat all five Souls games and Bloodborne without get without taking a hit in the lead up to the release of that game. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Just talk about like I like I've played a couple of the Souls games. I'm not good at them. Um, I haven't finished them because I get frustrated. But yeah, just talk, like the inad the inadequacy. Just immediately like, oh god, why do I even want to try now? Right. No, because uh, the the entire combat system is so different from the Souls because it's all um, parry and dodge based combos. Mm -hmm. and it's incredibly punishing combat like i i loved the system the whole uh, posture system where it was like you had to do enough attacks and like consistently be doing damage or dodging or parrying um just to kill your enemies like you needed to be technically good with the game there is no button mashing there's no, and there's yeah. no dodge rolling forever yeah and i found, I, i've noticed that with a lot of a lot of from software's um games in general i mean as far as like the the, the demon souls dark souls all those um bloodborne is when actually i got bloodborne for free i'm like what was one of the playstation plus um games one month and i've been meaning to go and play it um but i just i just haven't had the time yet but i'm kind of looking forward to doing that you know what? i'm only like four years late <laughs> you know what i did the dark souls the same way so and i didn't even finish it i got most of the way through but i did enjoy my playtime through it i got enough hours out of my 20 dollars when it was on sale um oh yeah yeah definitely yeah i don't like bloodborne is one of those ones like when it came out i was like i really that looks really cool i really want to check that out it's got a cool it's got like a neat aesthetic and you know it looks like i i like i like to be challenged but i don't necessarily like to be frustrated and sometimes that's a fine line um well, they have a DLC for that now. Yeah. So if you pay twenty more dollars, you get the easy mode. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, is that the Activision involvement? They're like, there wasn't <laughs> enough sales. You have to give it easy mode, and we're going to charge twenty dollars for it. Yeah. People will pay it. Yeah. Yeah, they they absolutely will. I mean, yeah, I pay I pay for a lot of different things, but I don't know if I necessarily pay for that. Well, I mean, would you would you pay would you, would you pay for any of the employees that EA is now laying off? Because apparently, <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's right. really you mentioned that. Yeah, they uh, three hundred fifty employees will go. It's about four percent of EA's total workforce. I mean, this is just mm -hmm. like ga the gaming industry lately has been getting hit with like layoff, layoff after layoff, yep. and just like I mean, they're talking about unionizing, which uh, you know, personal, possibly unpopular opinion, abs fucking absolutely. If you know any of the horror stories from just like you know. Uh, zero hour rewrites and crunch and all that stuff. It's just, it's, it's insane. It's, it's nuts. I think it's very telling that the other news coming out of electronic arts is the fact that, um, apex legends is a runaway success. Yeah. So we have on the one hand, they're ramping down mm -hmm. presence in Japan and Russia. They're laying off 350 employees. And also mm -hmm. Jim Cramer says electronic arts has caught fire with room to run. So, yeah. I mean, call it what you want. It, it comes down to just they don't need to pay more people to get more money, so they won't. Yeah, no, and unfortunately, that's, that's part of the problem. I mean, I, I, I've i played Apex Legends. I like Apex Legends. I'm not particularly big, necessarily, on, like, the, the PUBG style. Um, this it's almost, like, it's almost like a combination of, like, it's a squad-based, like, PUBG slash Overwatch because each of the characters have specific alts and and like you know different um you know that you've got support class and 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 like heavy class and all that stuff um so it kind of plays like a hybrid of the tool too and I like both games and I, I don't actually get a chance to play them enough um mm. mostly because I'm hot trash at both of them <laughs> I love watching you die in Overwatch I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> oh, come play with me in Overwatch. I had like a sixty or seventy percent win streak when I was playing, or seventy win rate. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sure I can knock that down. <laughs> I'm I've, I've played. I've played. Um, mostly I was. Uh, let's see. Mostly I was a. Uh, um, a Reaper main. I did. Uh, Roadhog for a little bit. And I was trying to get a hold on how to play him, and then I didn't do terrible as Mercy. Actually, I seemed to do okay, but the whole point with Mercy is not necessarily killing shit. It's just, you know, heals. Yeah. Make friends along the way. I yeah, mean, I was, I was, oh, I was playing a support character, yeah. like a support character. Oh my God. What? Yeah, I mean, did you, did you play before or after her rework? Because she got rid of the, the massive um, the res that she got. She could res like an entire team in one go. And that's no longer a um... thing. Well, if, recently if I... they've done a lot of changes to a lot of the characters I was playing, so it's relearning a bunch of them. Mercy, I, I never really did much of a support for Mercy, but when they changed it so that 
uh, her res was no longer an ult. It was just a regular skill that changed the game so, so much overnight. She was a, um, she was I, a must have. Yeah. I yeah. think I played, I played the last time I played it at, at any length was probably about a year ago. Um, I think it was before the, 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 what's the, what's the hamster and the wrecking ball, a ham taro or whatever. His yeah. Ham ball. taro. Yeah, that's exactly ham it. Taro. Ham taro is an overwatch. Yeah. 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 It was, it was before that character got announced and released. Um, so yeah, probably probably about a year ago. I really haven't gotten a chance to pick it up since then. Uh, I'm I need to do more gaming. I've my, my amount of gaming lately, lately has been horrible. It's just, you'd, I like, just, I, you'd like you'd uh, like Bridget because she's got a mace. I think I, I think I tried playing her for a little bit because she's like a hybrid between um, uh, uh, Reinhardt and another character that is completely like Torbjorn. Yeah, Torbjorn. I think um, so. Torbjorn is her father, and Reinhardt's her daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I wasn't ready for that. I'm sorry. That must have been uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got nowhere got nowhere to go with that. Just got nowhere to go with that. Oh uh, god. So, okay, fine. Um I've been playing the the Division 2 lately. I know you have you, did you guys ever play the first one? No, no. I I didn't. That was one of those games that um for whatever reason just didn't appeal to me whatsoever. I I never I was never really like I played a couple of the original uh, Modern Warfare games. Like I, I think I played like that's I played an entirely two. different series, right? But I th- well that's what I'm getting to is that um the division just kind of looked like I just it didn't grab me enough for me to care to look enough into it to realize it wasn't similar to Modern Warfare or like any of the you know um, uh, Call of Duty games or anything. Um, so no, I didn't get a chance to play the first one. I'm hearing that the division two is, uh, amazing to play uh, is a technical Marvel, even beyond all of the little glitches that are, are well documented on the, on the internet right now. Um, some of, some of the graphical and just some of the weird technical glitches that are happening are, are fucking hilarious. I haven't actually encountered any of those, but then again, I've only probably put about five hours into the game so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great game. The loot economy really actually like layers on top of itself. Uh, it's it's awesome. Like the open world events, like you actually have to care about, like or not even just have to care about, by but by caring about them, you actually get real benefits. Like they have these not just the missions and the side missions that you can go and do. But they have like these little capture control points where that are taken over by the enemy. And like when you take them over, you get a new fast travel point on the map so you can reduce your walking. Then you also get like a new base that you can go and do uh, turn-ins for like crafting loot that you get. And then you gain uh-huh. it gains other objectives at settlements. Like it just keeps going and going and going. And you get so much value out of everything you do. Um, was it one of my favorite YouTube reviewers, Skill Up, said, try playing the division for 30 minutes and find and and then. Uh, Tell me if you didn't find something of value that you when you yeah. when you played that. So like it's just yeah, see, punchy see, and the, good. That's the only problem I have with um, a lot of games right now. Actually, is that like um, the investment like to to there's very few games anymore put out uh, a trial or put out any sort of like you know I mean you used to get them all the time where you'd get like you know timed trials or like here here's here's like a level of the game for you to try out. Um, and, and like for an investment of that, that's a triple A title. I mean, that's a sixty dollar game. It's and true. the problem, like like you were saying, that you were you returned um, Shadows Die twice, right? And I don't buy anything on disc anymore. Like I, everything I do is through Steam or the uh-huh. PlayStation Store or through Epic Store now. Apparently, because you know, they're you, getting specific. You know, you can do returns stuff. on Steam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, isn't it, isn't it like a certain, I have to look into it, but that's a certain time frame though, isn't it? Or you is have it, is to it... have under two hours played. Okay. So like I could hypothetically pick up, uh, um, the division two or what was the game we were talking no, you about? You can't earlier? pick it up on steam. Cause that's another Epic. St- well, it's not an Epic store exclusive, but it's not on steam. It's only on Epic store and the, you play. So you'd have to pick well, it up. See, to, yeah, oh, see, and then I'm back. Play. I'm back to square one because <laughs> they've got that shit locked down to the point. Of, oh well, congratulations. Whether you want to play this or not, it's yours. I refuse I like. to install the UPlay because the only games that I have on it are Assassin's Creed, <laughs> and I don't even want to play those. So I 
they're not going to sell me on any new products that are on their terrible, terrible platform, <laughs> regardless of how good the goddamn game is, because I really don't need a sixth installer for my gaming system. Oh yeah, it's it, it's getting ridiculous, and and the the problem with like the Epic Store, like okay, yes, I I, I like the Steam Store, I like the integrations that Steam has. Are they perfect? No, they have they have problems. They're getting review bombed. They they you know the their their store has kind of been uh, like an asset flip farm for a while, and now with them going, oh yeah, no no standards, whatever you want you want to play an asset Ugh. asset flip like you know hentai clicker game. Sure, here's one for five dollars. There's uh, 80,000 80, of them. You can pick from any one of if them. If I've learned anything I've a lot from of our those. Converse- I was about to say, if I've learned anything from our conversations, is that at least two of us own those games. <laughs> so you can you can talk shit all you want, but the economy is there. So I th- I started this with I like Steam, did not. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so it, no, but the the thing with like the, the the thing I have the problem I have with like okay, so all these games have their own launchers now, which that's the that's their own headache. And then if I want to try and set it up so I can Steam stream within my house like if i want to play downstairs and my computer's up here that's like now i have to figure up all this hacky bull like with destiny 2 i had to do that i had to figure out this hacky bullshit to be able to get it to run technically in steam so that i could steam stream it downstairs if i wanted to play down and it's total first world problems but the other problem i'm seeing is like with the epic store it's like okay i go buy that now how do i play with friend like there's no integrated comms or friend system or anything with any of these systems no. That I've seen that are anywhere near the level that Steam is trying to come up with. But, I mean, I will say that the competition for Steam has been good because they're now, I don't know if you guys heard about this, they're doing a an up, a refresh, like an upgrade on the interface, which is probably about 10 years overdue. Like, they're going to be, your, your, your library is going to look more like the store page, so it's going to be a little more modern, a little more um, stylized. Um, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I, eh. I, I, eh. Eh. Well, have to, uh, yeah, the jury's out on that. I'll, well, you know, I'll have to see how that looks and how that integrates and how easy it is to. My big thing is like there are games that I have that don't exist anymore. Like what was it, the Ghost in the Shell uh, arena shooter game? Uh-huh. Uh, it was free to play unless you but you had to, like there were certain characters you wanted to like you could buy. I think I bought the Bato pack, so I was able to play as Bato, and I was I was it, it was an Exxon game, so it doesn't exist anymore. Right. You know, but it's still in my library. Like, same thing with Lawbreakers. I really liked Lawbreakers, and that shuttered. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Like, I didn't realize it had shuttered because I hadn't played it in months. And I went to install it, and then I went to launch it, and then I went, I can't connect anything. And, I, and then I went to the store page, and I'm like, oh. Oh, the, here's, here's this is June, like June of last year or something. It's like, oh, yeah, so we're shutting the servers down? I'm like, oh, you fucks. Yeah. You know. I was really upset with the Epic Game Stores, actually, over the weekend. Um, Were you? Yeah, no. So I spent all of one night trying to download the Division Two because it was like the. Fr- like, yeah, that's right. You were telling me about this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I spend I spend several hours going through because it's a sixty dollar game. Uh, sixty dollar game. Sixty. You know, fifty gigs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't gotten my hardline set up, so it took like three or four hours last night, uh, the, the night before, and you know I started downloading it late. So I was like, all right, it's one thirty. I'm gonna go to bed. And uh, I'll wake up tomorrow and, uh, you know, be able to just game fresh. I wake up, Mm -hmm. I get in there, and, you know, I try to click it and open it, and it opens Uplay. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, got it. You know, another Ubisoft game, which, honestly, I know you're talking shit about the Uplay. Ubisoft has really turned out to be one of my favorite developers lately. But anyway, so I get in, and uh, it says can't find the game, so I try to locate the game, and I see the install folder, and I try to point it at the install folder, and it's still saying, oh, sorry, can't do it, we can't connect it, and we know you tried, and then, like, I looked up there, I looked it up, and, like, I'm not the only one, and I had to wait, read wait. down. Did, did it Bethesda you? Did, did you <laughs> oh, get it, God. like, installed, and then, Bethesda, <laughs> and then it just, it Bethesda and went, nope, we're gonna, do, we're gonna uninstall this. No. You pressed a button. You pressed a button, we're gonna, this is, it's all gone. It's all gone. I installed the game. Well, no, not not quite, but I had to Bethesda myself. I had to uninstall the entire game. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. They're so lazy, they didn't even Bethesda you. They made you Bethesda you. <laughs> I, had to, oh. yes, I had to uninstall and then re-download it again and take another three or four hours. And so, like, I didn't get to start playing it till like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. 
It was. Uh. It drove me mad. I was so pissed at the Epic Game Store, and I think the only reason was is because the Epic Games launcher named it something different than what the UPlay launcher named it. And had I known that in the uh, beforehand, I maybe could have changed the name of the folder and been fucking fine. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So, so the um, speaking about the Bethesda, or like real quick, because I know speaking of be... Bethesda, do we even want to get so started? I... We're going to have to start another podcast here. <laughs> Should we not go down this hole? No, we can um, go. We, we have twenty more minutes to shit talk Bethesda. I'm down. <laughs> it, that's not going to be enough. So, um, you know, uh, uh, E3 is coming up on June 9th. So, what's that? A little over two months from now, I think. Uh, yeah. At, at time of recording, it, it's a, it's a, it's just about. Yeah, just about in April. Yeah, like yeah, two two months, two months and a week or something. Yeah. And um, they've are Bethesda has already. Uh, they have a press conference for E3. Not not surprising. Um, they're going to focus on Doom Eternal, but they're also going to be bringing up. Um, let's see Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein New Colossus, uh, Rage Two. Elder Scrolls Six, uh, uh, let's see, and then Fallout Seventy Six. I mean, that 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 ship has kind of sailed, right? It it came so out. They're, they're going to announce all the games that they put out this year. Yeah, pretty much. I pretty didn't. Much. I didn't even buy it, man. Like I, I didn't buy a Fallout title. I grew up as like a small child off of that IP. Like watch. Oh yeah. I used to watch my I dad play that game. I played that game on DOS. <laughs> yeah, my my first foray into into Fallout was Fallout Three. Honestly, on the I'm sorry uh, on the PS. No, I it's still one of my favorite games. Um, Have you played Fallout Two yet? No, I haven't played either Fallout One or Fallout Two. Okay, um, I'm going to send you those games. I have them. Oh, install them and play them. Mm. The hell is wrong with you? Yeah, those are those are the, the those are the isometric uh, isometric more RPG esque ones, and I. I want to play them but like my first my i liked fallout 3 for what it was i like i liked to have you know i liked it being sort of a first person shooter slash rpg i still enjoy those you know um i sure. liked fallout 4 for all of its flaws i like 76 for all its flaws and i'm gonna get you know like i'm, I'm gonna get shot for that but like i mean it's got problems it's got major problems but i still at it at its core i really like it i want to see it get fixed. I want mm -hmm. Bethesda to un-Bethesda it, get Todd Howard's head out of Todd Howard's ass and and fix the guy in the end. 16 yeah. times the quality! <laughs> so, 16, 16 times zero is still zero? <laughs> Todd, I don't know if you understand math. Based on what I've seen of him in interviews, I don't think he understands much. <laughs> he's not even a pretty face. I don't even understand what he's doing there. How have they not? Well, you know what? Bethesda is a whole. Like, even they're like... Bethesda is a whole. <laughs> Bethesda as a whole is... I was going to say, I don't know how they haven't mutinied, but, like, looking at how, like, they treat some of the um the lore in terms of all this stuff, they're just like, yeah, but we bought it now, so, like, you know what? Mutants are this now. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too keen on it, but I like what they did. Be okay, so... From from Fallout One to Fallout Two, to the failed PlayStation action shooter that was <laughs> whatever that was, to Fallout Tactics, they had me. And when they when they announced Fallout Three, I was like, "This is this is some good shit. I'm gonna be down with this." The game played really well. It was a lot of fun. And they said, "Okay, we got a lot of this great stuff, and we're gonna make a new game." And then fallout new vegas came out where they basically did the same thing that fallout 2 did to fallout 1 which was took the basic game add a lot more to it make it better and i was like that's great that's what we needed so then fallout 3 happened then fallout new vegas happened and i'm like all right next up fallout 4 great this game is fun i see a lot of potential i can't wait till they put out the next fallout which will be the fallout 2 to fallout 4 and we got Fallout 70 fucking 6. And I... There are not enough windows to throw myself out of in my room right now. Because I was so annoyed at everything that they did wrong. 
after having asked everybody what they should do and ignoring everything everyone told them. Nobody wanted that game. Everyone wanted that game. Just no, I, not I still, that I game. I still want that game. Like, it's just, like, I've always wanted a multiplayer Fallout. I wanted the ability to, to explore the wasteland with friends. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody wanted that game. They just didn't want Fallout 76. <laughs> I don't know. Is the problem. I, the second I heard Fallout 76 announced and what it was going to be, I, I, man, because I, it's still Fallout 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. And, like, that's the standard at which I judge RPGs by. Oh, yeah. And I used to sit in my room listening to Korn's Issues playing Fallout 2. And then <laughs> that was, that was like, my entire high school career. I mean, that that's that's pretty much the last half of the 90s. Right there. Yeah. That's, that's like, that's, that's everyone's last half of the 90s. The last two or three years of See, the you 90s. See, you brought up Bethesda, and now I'm going to go on a Fallout rant. Because this is this is my this is my baby. I'm I'm upset with I've been upset with Bethesda's Fallout. I've played Fallout Three. I put a bunch of hours into Fallout Three. I played Fallout Four and New Vegas. New Vegas was great. I think most of your assessment, Kiwi, I totally agree with on on those games. Uh, but what I've always been mad at is that the fact that you just can't. It's just choices never seem to have any impact. Like your stat choices, your story choices. I, I either mm -hmm. felt I either felt shoehorned, or it didn't matter what stats I picked. I was gonna be uber powerful to the point where it just wasn't even fun to kill anything anymore because I just felt like I was beating up three year olds. Oh, so it's like playing Dishonored, <laughs> right? And like all Understood. of all of Fallout Three, Fallout Four happened in the same point. Like it's just like I can't. Uh, I, I miss being like, oh, I can intelligence dump in Fallout 2 and go talk to like that first village guy. There's like the native guy, and if you mm -hmm. and he can't really speak all that well, but if you dump your intelligence yeah. score, they had an Easter egg, and he would yeah. tour like Mumus, <laughs> right? Tour like Mumus, but then he, so he'd speak like that to everyone else except for the character that got in stat dumped, and then you had um, you had subtitles. That were in highfalutin like language. Yeah, I, good times, man. They they put a lot of hours into that dialogue. I know, and so like I just Bethesda hasn't even held a torch to any of that in any of their games in no. so long. I I agree completely. I think they they capitalized on something that was someone else's property that was successful, and then they went, "How can we make money off of this?" But and they succeeded. They absolutely succeeded in producing a thing that people played, that people gave generally good reviews to, but would not was not at all true to the original source material. Well, the the, the original the original uh, production team was uh, was it Obsidian? Um, Obsidian Interactive. Who, who what is what is Black Obsidian Isle. now? Yeah, Black Isle. Yeah, yeah, Black Isle. Okay, so they are coming out with the Outer Worlds, which is sort of a space like a sci-fi. Mm -hmm. RPG, um, which of course could be an, an epic store exclusive now. Of course, um, that that was just announced, but yep. that 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 is already being touted as like the game that everyone wanted Fallout seventy six to be. Apparently, I'm fine with it. I'm cool. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab it. I I don't think there's any co op to it though. I think it goes back to the original single player only. the The protagonist doesn't speak. You know, fine. Um, not not directly anyway. As far as last I had read, fine, cool. Good. <laughs> give me give but, me an engaging story, Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, Fallout seventy six, I think, did a few things right, but I think uh, I think in in cases of um, overall narrative, uh, just everything felt very either shoehorned or disjointed. Like there was all this, like were all these interesting locations and nothing to do there. And, like, in some cases, very little to find. I mean, there's story there, but you either have to, like, search ridiculously or it's all on one terminal. Mm -hmm. You right. know, and it's just, it, it's it's not as it's not as spread out or interesting as some of the stuff in even Fallout 4 and Fallout 3, I think. Mm -hmm. Fallout New Vegas, even. Yeah. Um, Fallout 1 had literally, like, thousands of pages of, of text and dialogue. And then Fallout 2 had, like, Ten times as much. Like they they expanded the world map like five times the size, added more locations, added more everything, quests, skills, you name it. And then 
that all got dropped with the little sort of kitschy, oh, we gave our protagonist a voice thing, which was weird. So I, weird. I mean, it was weird, but at the same point, like, I wasn't, it wasn't my least favorite thing about the game. I love I love how we decided we were going to sit down and do a podcast, and we're like, oh yeah, we'll talk about like new games and no. movies and TV shows and stuff. No, and Todd, now we're, we're we're literally talking about Todd like, what, what fucking is that? Howard. Todd fucking Howard in a twenty what is it, a twenty twenty five year old game at this point. It, <laughs> I I whatever man, it's fine. <laughs> that's what gave that's what gave me the the life for gaming. That's why we're here today. Well, okay, so what I was saying before, like the. They're not giving me the things that I want in mm-hmm. a, in a game. I years ago, I was sitting down with some friends and we were discussing what you what what would be an ideal video game. And the things that I was looking for was like not having to control everybody at every at any given time. So like good AI development, learning for you know characters, or like say any kind of game system would be vastly improved if you didn't have to micromanage everything. But at the same time, give you the opportunity to make the small decisions. So, like, if you have an army, be able to give everybody in your army whatever armor and weapons you want. You know, have them do things automatically, but also be able to tell them to do something else. Those types of things. And we've we've really dumbed down gaming. And I think we've dumbed it down specifically for console controller-based games. Yes. Yes, a thousand times. And I, th- I think that that's really what the problem is. To say, like, you, you could have a game where, like, you know, you could set up defenses in, like a, like, a tower defense game multiplayer, but then you couldn't, like, you know, just put a put a turret down and then walk away. You would have to, like, man the turret. Okay, but then people are like, but I don't want to man the turret. Let the turret man the turret. And so that becomes the game. You know, you can't do the things that you want to do because the the mass of people who would rather not have to do those things just don't want to do it. So when they added, like, you know, the survival mode to Fallout New Vegas, and it was just like, oh, this is an extra level of thing that you can do to make the game more challenging, more, uh, you know, immersive, whatever you want to do. And then other people were like, oh, it's just I have to press a button every 30 minutes so that I don't die of starvation in a desert. Like, people just want that dumbed-down game a lot of the time. And that's so goddamn annoying to me. Well, uh, well I, think it, I think it depends on a level of investment. I mean, there there are certain times that I want to sit down and, yeah, I like, I want to play, you know, Seven Days to Die in hard mode where I'm just like, I you know, if I, if I am not real careful, I am not only going to get killed by zombies, but I'm going to starve to die, death while freezing, while dehydrated. And sometimes I just want to sit down... And play Crackdown 3, which is literally the most mindless, amazing goddamn game ever. It's literally, you're just an overpowered agent jumping from one building to another, like beating up bad guys because you're way overpowered. Like, it, it's, it, it really depends on what, what you're looking to get out of it. Now, I, I'm not saying that that is necessarily always the answer. And I think you're right. I think in a lot of cases, people are trying to take the safe plays. And in a business, that kind of makes sense, unfortunately. But... That then it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, yeah, well, every game's like this, right? Uh-huh. Everyone's trying to be the next GTA Five in terms of grossing which, sales, which I still haven't played. <laughs> I thought I thought you've I thought you've played GTA Five with uh, with James and I. No, absolutely not. No, it's it's like down to thirty bucks on Steam now. Uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. You like hard stuff. <laughs> it's like trying to convince me to buy Fallout 76. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> I don't remember anybody trying to get you to buy Fallout 76. It's just I mean, a... I was I was gifting people copies of Fallout 76. Oh God! Like I I uh, um. You're a bad you know, friend. I. <laughs> it's true though. I bought three copies. Like a fool. In... Yeah, and I bought three. I bought. You're the reason Todd Howard has a job right now. I uh, I, I I may have bought the 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 power armor edition too <laughs> during which E3 doesn't even fit. Year. You can't even fit your fat ass in there any more than I can. 
I know I can't. My it, it fits it fits my head. Um, the the lenses are terrible, and I can't wear my glasses, so I can't see anything. <laughs> but but I can I can jam it on my on my you know mon- monumentous cranium. Globule. Hmm. <laughs> it's not comfortable and it's sweaty, but I can. So do it. it's accurate. It listen. It it fits better than the than the the Spartan helmet from the Halo Three like master chief edition because that is not big enough for a human head believe me i've tried the game that ruined everything (laughs) 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 no but seriously now i'm oh i'm waiting i'm waiting like i already own master chief collection on xbox but i'm waiting for it to come out on pc i'm so waiting for all of those to come out on pc finally i loved halo one something special i did i loved it so much but just... I have a lot of feelings about Halo <laughs> and Bungie. You're feeling some sort of way. <laughs> I think I think they're the they're the reason for the console gaming death of gaming. I, well, I, I blame Bill Gates specifically for that. Right. That's not a yeah. Bungie thing because Bungie's original contract was for PC, and then Microsoft decided to make Xbox a thing and needed a you know flagship game exclusive to them. Well, I and mean, Bungie re- was originally doing... I mean, Bungie did Marathon, right? Which was a Mac exclusive. Yeah, but it was a computer exclusive. They didn't invent a new system to make an exclusive for and then market Halo on it. To make it $400, right? Yeah. It reminds me of, like, back in the day when we had uh, Neo Geo and it was, like, $200 cartridges of, like, Samurai Showdown and whatnot. Like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it. I'm not gonna be happy about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop five hundred dollars to buy a giant black brick of a system so that I can beat the shit out of my cousin with samurai. But that's completely neither here nor there. We shouldn't have to make those choices in this day and age. <laughs> they shouldn't give me that option because I'm stupid. It's okay. I mean, Freaking... like, I played, like, what did I, what the heck is it? I, I bought my Nintendo Switch almost exclusively for, like, The Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. I'm still holding out on a Switch because I want to find, like, I don't want to buy the Switch for one game. Which would no. be Legend of Zelda. But they're starting to be, they're starting to have stuff come out. And the thing is, the, 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 the partnership with Xbox and doing the Xbox um, Games Pass, possibly on there, kind of almost makes it worth worth it for me. If only because that is a system that if I wanted to travel and game, I could. It's... But historically, I don't do that a lot. Like, I don't travel. Like, I've tried. I've, I had, like, a PS Vita and stuff. And I'm like, I just never took it anywhere. I just never used it because I never... I was like, oh, well, I'll take it on this trip. No, I don't... Like, it's... if I'm going anywhere, I end up driving. If you love indie games, it's got, like, all of them. And you can take it wherever you want. Yeah, yeah Necrodancer is putting out a Legend of Zelda collaboration. Mm. No, the Switch is the Switch is good. Um, I've actually bought it exclusively for Zelda, and then have bought a lot of other games. Um, my girlfriend ends up uh, liking a lot of them as well, um, and she ends up playing those too. I like you, I got a hold of like Hollow Knight on there. I even started actually playing Diablo three on there lately. Hmm. I've never played any of the Diablo series, believe it or not. That's Good for you, man. Like, n- not even once. It's like meth. Yeah, it's, that's that's what I've heard. I mean, that is that is that it's, is a specific. It's like it's like meth until I realize I'm like, why am I killing the same monsters again, but just faster? <laughs> the the gameplay loop is addicting until it's not. I, I don't know. I I bought Final Fantasy XI for my brother to get him off of Diablo two because he had been playing Diablo two at that point for like eight years. Did you make a mistake by getting him Final Fantasy XI? Because that was even grindier. Yeah, but I didn't have to see that. That oh. that took place elsewhere. I was not involved. <laughs> and then to get him off of that, we bought him Diablo three. So I mean, you know, circle of life. I came came back. Uh, wait. Now I want to play Jaguar. I want to go back to Sekiro though for one second. I do have one complaint. Why the okay. heck? Why the heck is ultra wide support not standard now? Do you have an ultra wide? Yes, I have like a thirty-four inch ultra wide monitor, 
and I love it. Because you like having to turn your head when you're gaming? I I don't, because I sit back far enough of it like a smart person. See, mm. when I when I want to turn my head while gaming, I just throw the Oculus on. Yeah, I don't I don't need to turn my head. I just sit back and I and I get a I get a good I get a good field of view. I don't know. I've really it Destiny looks great in it. Everything looks good. I've been gaming on a ultra wide monitor for about a year now, and oh, it's I've, I loved it. I've thought about it, but I don't know how it would work with like the Twitch streaming. Like it's it it, it just feel like it's gonna stretch out the, uh, you know, um, it'll just black band it. Yeah, but I don't want to. Like, I don't want to do that. I just, it it's does. It's, like, I mean, it won't affect your Twitch streaming. I've streamed on mm, Twitch okay. and it was fine. Yeah, because I, I knew someone that had was starting Twitch streaming. They had an ultra wide, and it it just it just letterboxed it on the stream, and it just looked terrible. Did it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I gotta look back at some of my streams then and see what the what, what the quality looks like. The the letterboxing they do a really good job. So like it's it's not black. It's just dead space. So like it'll stretch appropriately on your monitor. So it's not really noticeable unless you're like full screening. So was it showing? Wait, was it showing the letterboxing on the stream or just on your just on your view? I don't know, man. I think I think the recording was fine. I watched back over it. I've like sent recordings. I think as long as you're recording and streaming in, the but you correct... watched it on your monitor. Yeah, but I think uh, you, okay. I think you change. I think you don't you choose what you what quality you send it at. Like I'm thirty four forty by fourteen forty. Unless I record yeah. a stream on uh, like that, it's gonna send it at ten eighty. Right, exactly, and that's and that's kind of what it, it what it did. But his his was like showing the full, like it was showing it widescreen and just looked. I mean, we'll it test didn't it. Look good when we, when we start doing some streaming. We'll test it. Uh-huh. Well, we probably want to test it in a recording first, but yeah, we can because once you can once you set your outputs and everything, you can you can switch over between streaming and recording. It's easy enough. Yeah, no, no, we'll do that. We'll see how it works out. All right. Well, uh, real quick before we uh, wrap up, uh, what uh, what coming up uh, movie, game, TV show wise, or are are you guys looking forward to? Go. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to Darkest Dungeon two. Um, I got my girlfriend to play that. And she really enjoyed the first one. So something that we can actually talk about that is video gaming that she has a concept of is really awesome. Rather than, uh, you know, just me spouting on and on about like Fallout 4 and this and this and sort of this abstract thing. So I'm really interested to see because the gameplay is amazing in the first one. And they released the teaser, which seems to be basically more of the same, just prettier which I'm all about. Um, and I think that there is plenty of wiggle room for them to make it even better. And that's going to be, I think it was like next uh, first quarter next year or something like that, that they're supposed to be out. I, I have to double check on that. Gotcha. But gotcha. yeah. I mean, Sebastian, what do, you, what do you got? I mean, right now I've got a couple of things to play, but like the outer worlds, I think is probably something I'm hoping for, especially if you're telling me it's a good single player experience. Cause we don't get enough of that. We don't need another multiplayer nonsense. We need good single player engaging games. Yeah. See, I see I'm on the other end of that. I like, I, I have found lately I'm much more of a social gamer and I'll, I, I want to play a lot more multiplayer games, but I also have to have games that I can play with, actual friends and not like randos no and i'm not saying that like don't have multiplayer games you can play with your friends i'm just saying we don't oh, yeah, no, we don't have we've just we've just tipped the balance too far hmm, okay i um, can i can see that yeah no multi- multiplayer should never be the standard option that's weird to me people have turned down bioshock because it didn't have multiplayer well they don't deserve happiness so i don't feel bad about that (laughs) i am i am looking forward to um you guys know i'm a big proponent of vr yep i I have i have the you know right now i have um one of the i have the acer uh uh wmr headset i've got the oculus cv uh the cv1 the, the 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 commercial version and then i've got the the psvr they announced recently the uh, Oculus Two, I think it's called, and it's going to have, it's it's going to have inside-out tracking, 
um, based around five different cameras. It's so it's not gonna you're not gonna need the lighthouses anymore. Uh, they're they're upgrading the display to a single I think OLED as opposed to the two displays it's got now, which is gonna mess with the the IPD uh, um, adjustment. But it's kind of like as long as you're not on one end of the spec like one extreme end of the spectrum or another, it should be fine. It's gonna be software based. And it's going to have a higher resolution and a better um, field of view. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now um, for all of that, unfortunately. But uh, as I get more information, uh, as I, you know, as we get deeper into it, I'll bring up the numbers. But um, it, it's going to be out spring of this year, so you know, in the next couple months. There's a lot of speculation that it's going to, it's going to be it's going to be four hundred dollars US. It's going to be the headset and the controller, the new uh, controllers, because the inside-out tracker tracking is going to need a new controller set to be able to track effectively. But uh, there's, there's speculation that it's going to be announced exactly when it's going to go on sale at Facebook's F8 con conference, um, which takes play place between April 30th and May 1st. Um, I'm, I'm really sort of split between picking it up and just selling off my, my CV one and the three lighthouses I have and to offset the cost. Cause I mean, $400 for, I mean that that's that's a first party that's a decent headset. All of the old Oculus games are going to be compatible with it. Um, uh, a good chunk, if not all of the Oculus compatible Steam games, should work with it. Um, and I'm kind of excited to have like Inside Out tracking. That's the whole reason I picked up one of the Dub MR headsets. Got the Acer one because it has a fairly decent Inside Out track. It's got some problems because it's not as sophisticated, but I think that's where they got a lot of that to design because it's actually partnered with Lenovo. So mm -hmm. Lenovo had their own WMR headset with inside out tracking. And the new one is actually, that new Oculus is actually branded with Lenovo branding, probably because nice. of that, so, that, that combination of tech. So for me, and maybe any of our other listeners who aren't that familiar with the VR, what do you mean by inside out tracking? Okay. So the, the difference between uh, outside in tracking, inside out tracking, you the the HTC Vive and the current Oculus requires uh, sensors placed outside of the headset and basically um for the the oculus what it does is it, it has leds um, infrared leds on the headset and on the controllers and you have a small set of um and they're basically like infrared cameras that you mount around the room um i've got a three camera setup normally it started out as two uh, ahead of you but what that does is it, it bounces signals out and reads the ir positioning back to give a 3d um positioning of your headset and your in your hands um, what this does is it's got a, an array of five cameras on the headset, two down, two kind of out to the side, and one pointed up with a large field of view. So that it doesn't need those external cameras on the walls, it's using the cameras on the headset to track your hands. So there is a possibility that um, if, it's, if your hand is an extreme far back, that it can temporarily lose tracking, but apparently a lot of the algorithms that they've been working on are supposed to kind of... Um, uh, compensate for that and they only announced this like uh, i want to say a couple days ago maybe last week uh there there's a conference coming up shortly i want to say it was it was it um it's a gaming conference and a, a gdc i think uh, a lot of reviewers are gonna be able to get some hands-on time with it so i'm waiting to see how they feel it works because i know the first thing people are going to do is like okay how can i move before it really it really messes up and really goes i don't know where your hand is so it's 50 feet over there because it's like one of the big problems with that I have at least with the PSVR because the the positioning track the positional tracking for the PSVR um, still uses a 12 year old technology at this point of looking you know the camera tracking the the the, the globes on top of the uh, the move controllers so if it get if those go out of the way or you put them too close together and it can't figure them out it really starts to have tracking problems mm. then you get weird rotoscoping like it's yeah yeah well like um for instance uh, a good example of this is i have the i have the psvr version and the oculus version of um a job simulator uh -huh. and because the psvr requires on the one camera seeing you um your that your field of play is very limited so like in the in the in the oculus version i can climb under the desk and really like dig around and like you know mess with the computer below and like in the game I mean mess with the computer go through the trash stuff like that the things you would do in like a, a VR game, right? Um, Everything it, but the point. Yeah, exactly. Um, in the PSVR version, if I get too close to the ground because the the field of view for the that camera is kind of 
uh, you, you have to be within a certain distance from the camera for it to uh, track effectively, which limits your up and your down movement. So if I get too far down, the hand just, it, when it stops tracking, it just goes clear and starts floating away. Because it's like, I don't know where this is, so it's got to be somewhere, right? So you just, it's, it's really weird to just see your hand go clear and then just suddenly fuck off somewhere. <laughs> okay, I gotta go. Bye. Yeah, it was just. It was just and we've just we've really all weird. had that happen. I mean, yeah. my hand has floated off into the distance many a times. I'm usually <laughs> asleep when that happens, but whatever. Uh, it'll it'll be good though because with the new technology, you won't have to have like a dedicated VR room, which is mm-hmm. like a thing that a lot of people have done. They set up an entire room, and that's all that happens in this room. Because I've definitely almost clocked my brother in the head with his VR setup. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you, this, it's this not a multi—it's still... not a multiplayer area thing. You can't really yeah. do like three people running around in a room because you're going to put an eye out. Well, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because there's there's a couple of uh, there was someone was like, well, if you're only doing the inside out tracking, then it won't be all like, you know, it, how how do they determine the, the play space? Because the HTC Vive, I think, can do up to, um, I think it's up to like 15 or 30 meters across, like uh, not meters, uh, feet across. I mean, it's a pretty big play area. And it gets pretty ridiculous. The Oculus is smaller, like I want to say 15 feet total. But hypothetically, because this only this is only limited to the one, it'll only be one cable plugged into your computer as opposed to three. Right. So, um, or three or four, actually. Um, so uh, it will really only be limited to how much space you have on that on that main cable. Um, so hypothetically, the, the, someone was speculating the play space could be even bigger because of the inside-out tracking. You don't have to worry about having sensors at you know three corners of your play space right you know um and the other cool thing is they integrated something that uh the i know the acer wmd headset has which um it's like a flashlight mode so you can be wearing the headset and because there are cameras on the outside of the uh on the outside of the headset it will you can do a key combination um and basically use the flat the use the controller like a flashlight to see the real world it's in black and white because the camera sensors are looking for a different sort of spectrum of stuff but you can basically see what is around with you without taking off the headset which is actually a really cool feature that is a very cool feature for safety if nothing else yeah exactly (laughs) see so you don't accidentally like run into your desk or punch a wall or kick Mm -hmm. a cat accidentally accidentally all right. Don't kick your cat. I think that's the uh, that's the end of our yeah, runtime. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much at the at the end of it. Um, we are we're we're trying for what are we trying for? Like weekly on this, I believe. Was that the plan? That's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. I guess. Plan, uh, plan is weekly or biweekly. So t- so that's twice a week, right? Uh, yeah, you mean bi monthly? Twice. Yeah, it's once every two weeks. That would, that would be, be bi weekly. That'd be bi weekly. That's what bi weekly <laughs> means. Yeah, semi-weekly would be a twice a week. You've never had a W two paycheck, have you? <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna try yeah. to do this again soon. Yeah, yeah and at uh, some point we'll we'll have some some venue for uh, feedback as well. Um, oh, I can't a... wait to hear what people think about this bullshit. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, it's gonna be terrible. Um, yeah, I love how we were going to do like a gen- sort of a more general podcast and it all just ended up being gaming. Uh, like 100%. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right, but uh, until next time, I've been Sean. I'm Sebastian. And I'm Kiwi. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Catch you later.